Yo, what it do, my curious peeps? I'm too hype. I'm too. Do you feel that in the air? That new month feeling? I don't know about you, but every time a new month rolls around, it just is so invigorating. It's so, I don't know, it's like this renewing, full feeling of new goals, new opportunity, new things to accomplish, you know, all that good stuff that we've talked about in other episodes. Which reminds me, if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, make sure after you finish this one that you just set up some time to listen to those other ones because they have been so good. Thank you to everyone who has given me feedback on them and has enjoyed this journey so far. It has literally just been so heartwarming just to hear all the feedback. If you're new to this podcast, what this is, it's basically me having conversation with family, with friends, people that are doing some dope things, um, and I'm having discussions on topics that are relevant to my life, and they may be relevant to yours as well. So just diving into their thoughts, how these topics have influenced their lives, and how they kind of maneuver life in these specific in these specific realms. So this topic, or this episode, is going to be a fun one. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. And I say this probably for every single episode, but... As you can see, every episode has been pretty fun. So for this one, let me give you a little bit of a background. So if you know me personally, you know that one of my my many characteristics (laughs) is that I am competitive. (laughs) And I know for those who have seen me in this space have probably just said, oh, oh, shoot. Oh, oh shoot, she she is competitive. I turn into someone that I don't even know. It's like my Sasha Fierce when I am um, faced with competition. Um, you know, it just it just takes me to another level, and it's just a different side of me that a lot of people aren't used to. I'm working on it. This is something that I'm working on. But I wanted to dive into this and talk about competitiveness, all that smack talk, how it all affects, you know, us in many different areas (laughs) of our lives. And I thought that I needed to have someone who, one, is an athlete, two, is competitive because not to toot my own horn, but I believe that I'm an athletic human being. So I wanted someone who could relate on that level. You know what I mean? So I figured that the best person to have this discussion with would be my friend Joel. Now, I can't even remember when I first met Joel. He has been a part of our family friend for years and years and years that at this point I refer to him as another big brother of mine 
Joel is extremely competitive, talks the most smack. He's an athlete, but I won't I won't gas him today. Um, and I figured that he would be the perfect person to dive into this topic. So without going any further, let's welcome my friend, Joel. Hello, good evening. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, good evening. Um, may I please speak to Joel? Sure. Just do you mind holding for a second? This is oh. the secretary. Yes, yes, please, please. Thank you. Boop. Boop. <laughs> this is Joel Knight. Yo. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> That was is that what you do when people call you? What do you mean? Is that what I do? You like, called and my, my secretary answered. Do you feel better about yourself when you do that stuff? What do you mean? He's hired. I hired him to be my secretary. Do you feel like you are, you know, better than you than you are when you do that? I didn't do anything. I just let him <laughs> answer the phone and then he gave it to me. <laughs> What's your secretary's name? Pardon me? What's your secretary's name? I, I just call him secretary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how are you doing during this time? I'm okay, you know. Um, Yo, everybody been... everybody is okay but me. Actually, I think I'm okay too, but how are you okay? <laughs> I, I just do things to keep myself busy. I have my kids. Yeah. Um, I have uh, my Nike Run app, which definitely keeps me busy. Are you are um, you using it or are you busy just like scrolling through it and not doing nah, anything? Nah, I use it. I definitely use it. I'm in a few challenges actually. Oh, um, thanks so, for yeah, thanks for inviting me. Doing... I like that. Ah, I will. I'll definitely invite you after this though. <laughs> okay. Are you even on it though? On what Nike running app? Yeah. No. <laughs> so then, uh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> but I'm I'll on. We're going to discuss how to add you and then, or how you can download the app and then I'll add you to the. But are you guys actually, are you guys actually running? Like, can I walk? You can do whatever you want. Just make sure that you get the certain amount of kilometers in it by the end of the, of the challenge. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Walk, run, skip, whatever you want to do. Oh yeah. No, I can definitely do that. I got that in the bag. All right. So you're just walking these days, huh? I'm just walking, but because people, people um, underestimate the power of just walking. They really do. And like, walking is easily, I want to say, one of the best things you can do. Legit. You'll definitely I, lose weight, get in shape. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think even walking, like, if you're walking on an incline, like when I go to the gym now, I mm-hmm. run maybe for like five minutes and then I incline up at like 10 and above and you will feel your body like working without a question that. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to pretend like I do that. Yeah. The most I've ever done in incline is like 0. 0.5. And then I put it right back down to zero. Point, point 0.5. Point 0.5. Yeah. You know, it goes up in, in, Oh, so it goes up like 0. 0.5, then one. Oh, I then, know. Uh, 1.5. Yeah. That's, I go to, I go to 0. 0.5. But are you talking about walking or running? Running. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like running. I, I'm not talking about running 10 up at 10. I'm talking about walking oh, okay. at 10. You walk. Yeah. That's still, that's still pretty good though. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, <laughs> I'm another level. <laughs> Sorry, something was just in my throat. I just declared. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, before we like jump into things, I have to ask you, and this mm-hmm. answer is going to probably annoy me. Have you caught up with Survivor? Huh. Double L. I got in trouble from you one time for not being up to date. So I'm definitely up to date now. You are? Um, yes. Like you saw as the episode as, as for this week? I felt you like rolling your eyes and kissing your teeth at me when I told you that I was behind. So that I told Camille <laughs> and we went and we watched everything and we're up to date. I take these things really personally. If you say that you're in the boat with me for Survivor, I need you to be in the boat with me. I'm in the boat, but you, I told you what my problem was with this ep- with this season. Like they just they weren't playing. They were too. Rob is God and yeah. Sandra yeah. this. Like why is Sandra making it so far and she hasn't done anything? Right. Because you guys respect her. No, get out of here. Right. So right. I just I didn't feel like they were playing before, but now they're finally playing. Right. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely a part. So okay. I'll definitely be watching. Good. Yeah, don't worry. I, I'm there. Good. I have to catch up. Well, wait. You. <laughs> so you're not even up to date. I'm not up to date. I'm not up to date. But I'm still leading the boat. Don't even worry about how that works. I was just about to ask, how does that work? <laughs> but, and you're not up to date. But okay. Cool. Yeah. No, for sure. Speak. Do you think? Do you think that you could ever be on Survivor? <sighs> Okay, so this is my thing with Survivor. When I watch yeah. it, I I wonder like, are they allowed to bring anything with them from home? Well, so, clearly like, they bring the most dumb things. Like they're wearing their church suit. And that's what I'm wondering. Suit. Like, have you ever not watched? I'm coming in three layers of clothes. That way, I can have different things. <laughs> right. But my one, the key thing that I always wonder is my chapstick. Like. I need my chapstick. You you do? Michelle, before I run a race, um, and I've never without fail, I always have my chapstick on me. Let me explain to you. So once Please. I ran, once I ran a race, where were we? I don't remember where I was. Um, and then they were like, um, these kids were doing um, a project for their school. So right after the race, they came and were interviewing people for their project. Mm-hmm. So they bring the camera in your face, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm not prepared. So I'm out here licking my lip because I just finished running, right? I was not prepared. <laughs> say it, say, day, say you run so fast that the wind dries your lips. <laughs> I didn't say all of that. Okay. But if you feel if you feel to say that, then by all means, I'll take it. Nonetheless, I was not prepared. Yeah. And I vowed never to let that happen again. So I always have chapstick on me during my race. What happened? Did you smile and your lips split? All right. No, it's never gotten there. But I just wasn't. I, it wasn't as moist as it could be. As moist. Yep. There you go. Okay. <laughs> the fact that you're dying right now, bro. <laughs> Yo. Okay. That's so on Survivor. As long as you have chapstick, you could probably outwit, outlast, and outplay. Um. <sighs> I'm not going to pretend like Survivor is easy. That's a hard game, right? It is. It is. Um, and it, it depends. I also don't do heat too well. Like, mm. it can be hot, but it looks like Survivor is hot, hot. Yeah. Or so it's like... I'd have, to, I'd have to consider where we're going. But right. I, I would I would want to try. 
but I would do the challenge before I did Survivor or Amazing Race. Oh, you told me before you wouldn't do Amazing Race. Yeah, I'd do it now because if I have to jump out of a plane and there's between myself and my partner, like if it's Tanil, she's jumping. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. doing that. So I would try it. She would definitely be like the strong one in the team. And like, I could see Ooh. her saying like, Joel, hurry Ooh. up, like run. You know wow. how there's always hey. someone who's hey. like crying hey. and like, I can't do it. I can't do Like I see Tanil like the one that's pulling the team and you're the one that's like, yo, like, like limping, like trying to catch up, you know? No, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 I do not. I think we would do very well together. I do. In, I the, do. Running, in the running endurance challenges and stuff like that, um, and navigating, I would handle that in like the the jumping and doing yeah. crazy stuff, like yeah. heights and stuff. She'll take care of that. And the eating, uh, I'll probably have to handle that. Yeah. I'm not sure if she would do that. But Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah. So that kind of is perfect that we're talking about that because – I wanted to talk about like having a competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you're competitive? Slightly. Slightly. I am. I am definitely competitive. Okay, because I was about to say. Yeah, I might be overly competitive, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely, I'm definitely competitive for sure. Would you say you're an athlete? I would like to think that I'm one. Um, I can play more than one sport. I can do more than one thing. So, what's your I favorite like to... sport? Like, what is your go-to? To play or to watch? To play. Oh, track. Okay. Okay. Track is my favorite sport. Um, to play and to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there's other sports that are really close behind it, but track and field is by far. What's your definitely. What's your event? You can put me in the 200. Um, the 100, I feel, is too short. Yeah. 400 i mean when i was younger i had to you had to do you couldn't just do the 200 so i did the the one the two and the four but i would mostly focus on the 200 and the 400 yeah um and those were my favorites yeah what relay is i think everyone's favorite yeah for sure relay was always i remember like those track meets where relay man when it was time for a relay everybody's in the stands like everybody's waiting for this everybody we used to like discuss like what we're gonna do if we win if we lose like yeah because everyone the field would get full of people and then everyone's standing up on the stands so, yeah like, that's where you gotta make your mark no for sure so, for sure I, I had a few i had a few good years i won't lie i did have a few good years running yeah i remember so for those listening we're talking about a track meet that was like run by the church and Every year, like, track was just the event of the summer. And Relay was just that culminating event that was just, there was just so much intensity behind Relay. And I remember a lot of people just didn't want Apple Creek to win, which was your turn. (laughs) Yo, so people would come to me saying that I'm cheating and this and that, whatever the case may be. Um, didn't really bother me. It just made it seem like they were just trying to figure out how they could beat us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but whether or not we won, which was 99% of the time, I truly enjoyed it. Yeah. And I enjoyed the fact that people never wanted us to win. I loved oh, you that. liked that? Loved it. Why? Um, I guess I like the bad guy role, you know? Like, mm. I enjoy upsetting people. I enjoy 
I'm not going to be the one that's going to talk a lot. To me, mm-hmm. if if you and I are racing, mm-hmm. Michelle, and I come to you and say, hey, I'm fast, immediately, you've won the race. Like, anyone that tells me that they're fast, to mm-hmm. me, in my head, you're slow. And people mm-hmm. used to say all that would come and say, yo, I'm so fast, I'm going to beat you guys and do this and do that. And that, I really loved, like, just breaking their morale it was so <laughs> special we really really enjoyed it so i so i have to um you know i i think that that has some merit and that's true i do remember you know we used to be on opposing teams when um we played i played flag football yes. in toronto um mm-hmm. it was a co-ed league so yeah. myself and Joel were on different teams. My brother at one point was also on, on, my team. on his team. So yeah. there was a huge rivalry between your church and the church that I played for. Well, time out, time out. Would you consider it a rivalry if you guys never beat us until last year? Actually, we uh, yeah, did. Oh, wait, actually, I- go ahead. So what I was going to say is because it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that you say you like to, you know, disappoint, you like to do this because from what I remember, from what I remember, we beat you guys when I was on the team. Not to say like I was on the team and that's why we but like back in the day when I was on the team, we beat you guys. I I vividly I vividly remember going up to Lamar and like just being like, how do you feel? Like, how do, how do you feel? I'm going to talk to him about that. Um, I don't recall that. Okay. Oh, maybe you got, may, uh, let's just say you guys did take one out of five. Yeah. Um, losing to, okay, losing to Toronto East, I don't mind. Like, I have a ton of friends on that team, like Carnell, Ruth. Like, I love a lot of the players. Yeah. It's losing to you. What? Because, let me tell Wait, you. Wait, losing what, to who? To you, Lachelle. What? <laughs> because you talk the most and you don't stop and you will just keep going and going and going. So it wasn't, you know what? It wasn't even Apple Creek versus Toronto East. It was, in my mind, Apple Creek versus Lachelle. Because you don't want to lose to you because you don't ever stop. You'll go. You'll go for a full year. Hey, by the way, do you remember Joel when I beat you? I remember you beat me in something. And you just brought it up. Like, right? hey, do you remember we beat you? And when you moved to the States and we played Toronto East, you would always, like, just message before a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why? Yo, I'm okay so with them. It's losing to you that I didn't want to have it. I remember, like, messaging you, like, yo, the game's today. Like, you ready? Yes. You ready? Like, talking smack from Florida. Absolutely. So, I'm going to, if... Anyone from Toronto East is listening to this? I have no problem with you guys. You guys are an amazing team, and I think you guys are actually very good. Don't do this. But this person <laughs> that I'm talking to right now, this, this person called Lachelle Lazarus, her, you are competitive. You're competitive. You, you're one of those people that get so competitive, you get upset after game. Oh, for sure. Oh, so for would you sure. consider yourself overly competitive? I would consider myself over, like unreasonably competitive. Is um, it that, or you don't like to lose? I, oh, I, I don't like to lose. I okay. don't like to lose. Um, and honestly, so I used to, I used to do track um, oh. in high school, and 
I had to just stop doing it because track was such a like me against the world kind of sport. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, like I have to win this heat, and if I'm even in like second or third, like that's just not enough. Like I have to be first, and it was just so stressful. Like I couldn't sleep the night before. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's just like this. I can't live like this. I can't live like this. Good times, man. So, um, in what ways, though, do you see competition as healthy? It makes you, it makes you want to be the best at whatever you're doing. Okay. Um, So, for me, when I ran track, I enjoyed like so. Let's say for the heat in the final, for the heat. I'm never going to run my full, my fastest ever. And when we come to the finals, if there's no one to run against, I'm not going to run my fastest then. Oh, really? No. But if, when you have that competitive or you have that person beside you that you know can run, Mm -hmm. it literally brings out the best in you. Mm -hmm. So like if there was someone beside me, let's say for instance, Jared from Shiloh Mm -hmm. or Henderson or Adrian or Dave, Mm -hmm. I'm running, I'm running my fastest or even Jeff. Lawrence, rest in peace. Like you have to run your best to beat these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah. you are just a nobody, it doesn't really pull out the best in you. So, so I think competition is definitely very healthy. So it sounds like you enter competition to beat other people. It's not about beating your best record. No, it's not. I don't care about records. Not at all. Um, I remember I it's not I enjoy looking someone in their eye, beating them, and then just walking off the track. Um and just making them just sit in that for days and days, <laughs> thinking like, what could I have done differently? You know what I yeah. mean? That yeah. type of stuff I truly enjoy. And just making your life miserable because you did not win. And I know how that feels because I've I've gone through that before. So we sit down and figure out like what could I have done differently? And it just literally kills you. Yeah. I love that. Do you ever, have you ever been put in that situation? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of who it was. Um, I remember uh, my friend Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran a 200 once. Mm-hmm. And he beat me. He So he beat me one time. Mm-hmm. Um. And I sat down in the stands. I'll never forget. I sat down in the stands. Mm-hmm. And people were coming to talk to me. Oh, Joel, with this and that. And I was like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And I literally sat there just trying to figure out, what did I do wrong? Yeah. What could I have done differently? And it literally bothered me for the whole track meet. I ran the relay. We won the relay. I went home. And I was still thinking, like, what could I have done differently mm-hmm. to beat this guy? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I... But do you Sorry. ever do you ever like think of strategy to beat them, or is it just something that bothers you to no end, and then there's no resolution? To me, a race is won before you even start actually running, oh. and I'm gonna use track. Um, you can get into someone's head, mm-hmm. and once you do that, the race is done. You think so? Abs- absolutely. So okay. even small things like, uh, let's say for instance, I'm running against. I'm gonna I'm running against Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call Lamar. Oh. I'm going to call Granny. I'm going to call your parents. And I'm going to talk strategy to them in which 
I'm going to figure it out in, in which they're going to have to come back to you and say, hey, Joel said this and Joel said that. Just to start making you think. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you directly. I'm going to talk to people that are going to talk to you and start making you reconsider what you were going to do or whatever the case may be. Wow. Wow. So that the day that I see you, you might say, yo, so you're talking to my family, huh? If you say that to me, you're done. Because I'm in your head. <laughs> wow. Wow. You play the game. No, I, I totally, I totally hear you. I've never heard of it like that. So how does your, how does your ego, how much does your ego weigh into your competition? Is your competition basically your ego? So when you lose, your ego is shattered. When you win, your ego is like puffed up. How much does that play a role into it? I'm going to say something. You're probably not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never thought that I was quote unquote fast. I just thought it was faster than the average person. Okay. Does that make sense to you? So I wouldn't I would never go around saying Joel's fast, Joel can run, Joel can do this. No, I don't mm-hmm. no. Nah. Mm-hmm. I just figure that I'm just faster than the average person. Okay. Um so if I lost, it would hurt me more if people would come up to me and talk to me about my loss. Mm-hmm. Uh so like the loss to Jeff. People mm-hmm. came up to me and started talking to me about my loss to Jeff. Mm-hmm. That's when it started to really bother me. And that's when I sat down and said, yo, like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I would like to think that I didn't have too big of an ego. Yeah. Uh, that, and if I did have an ego, it would only come out in regards to certain people. Because they would just make it come out. Positive. Right. So, right. Yeah. So then how how because there was so much weighing on these we're talking about track i guess but like or even football and stuff yeah. like there's mm-hmm. so much weighing on the win how did you or how do you mentally prepare for that or do you just not care and you're just like yo i feel like i'm better than the average therefore i just go in and do my thing with track oh let's go with football with football you have to mentally prepare you have to think about and especially especially because I was a quarterback, you have to think about, well, you have to go over your plays and figure out what you can do if this happens or that happens. So you have to mentally prepare. Mm-hmm. For track, um, my mental preparedness was going into just making sure that whatever my coach said, mm-hmm. I tried to execute. Um, and then at church track, so that was outside. And then at church track, it was the, the get into your head type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my, my preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for track, yeah. Do so, you yeah. do you feel like how you treat sports and stuff it translates to how you live your life? Absolutely. Um, with sports, you always want to be the best, and you're always striving to be the best. If mm-hmm. you're not, then you're not really a competitor to me. And if you're my... not the best, you're not a competitor. No, if you are not striving to be the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, and just like in life, you need to be at least try to be the best you, no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving a bus or working, mm-hmm. wherever the case may be, being a mechanic, whatever the case may be, always try to be the best mm-hmm. you that you can be. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think that being a competitive does help you in life mm-hmm. and in sports. Do you find that you are so outside of sports too? Do you find that you are actually like? 
com- like you have a competitive nature about you like you know you're a musician you're a well-known musician in Toronto like do you look at other people and it's like dang like I wanted to be playing for her or like shoot I like how he plays I wish I could play like that like how does that translate to that realm of your life when it comes to music no I'm not competitive mm-hmm. um I've had enough people in my life that have shown me the right way and with music because I 99% of the time I'm using it for some type of church activity yeah I'm not competitive when it comes to church right so if someone else is playing for a big known artist and I'm not I'm happy for them right um if they're playing bigger chords than me I'm happy and I'll maybe try and learn those chords but no I'm not really competitive when it comes to playing the piano right uh but I'm everything else like my kids my six-year-old yeah she we were having a race outside just two days ago (laughs) (laughs) it's the first one I let her win (laughs) but after that are you kidding me sis I was even in my drive phase I was going at her six years old dang I did she came it was a close second for her but yeah um but yeah I'm I'm definitely competitive so how do you mentally like or how do you prepare your kids for like sportsmanship or do you just tell them like yo disappoint people like make them very upset make sure people feel bad (laughs) about themselves after a game you know don't be kind is this what you're teaching your kids wow thanks um no (laughs) (laughs) so Zanae is playing um competitive basketball right now yeah and Um, she looks like she's a beast she's a monster I'm not gonna pretend like she's not yeah. She's a monster. And I tell her when she goes out on that floor, when you have the ball, you're going to be an absolute monster. But if yeah. someone falls in front of her, whether it's your teammate or maybe someone from the other team, I always get on her. I was like, help them up. Be a yeah. have proper sportsmanship. Uh, shake hands, all that stuff. Yeah. But when the game's going on and the whistle hasn't blown, you're, you're trying to take off someone's head. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a thing. It's called Body Body Bucket. Body, body buckets? Body, body buckets. I okay. Tell her gets the ball. Use your body. One, two. Because Zanae is, she's strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's big. She's tall. So, yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of kids cannot handle her physicality. Yeah. So I say, use your body, hit them twice, body, body, and go up. Buckets. Nice. That's, so, that's, a, that's, that's, that's our analogy. That's yeah. our analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, what do you think about, and it's hard for me to ask you this question because your wife is like extremely athletic and mm-hmm. respectable in her own rights, but do you, maybe before you met her or before you guys were married, were was there a way that you felt like offended if you were beat by a, a woman? Hmm. Honestly, I don't... I can't honestly, like, to me, my wife is a better football player than me. I can mm-hmm. say that. I'm mm-hmm. a man, but my wife is, for what she does and what I do, she's better than me. Then Yeah. So that's fine. So that type of stuff doesn't bother me. I want to say probably when I, was like, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I'm going to assume that it would probably bother me because that's mm-hmm. just how teenage boys think. Mm-hmm. But at this age right now, if you're better than me as a woman, all power to you. Can you be on my team? Right. So... Yeah, right. so I, that doesn't bother me at all. I do remember, like, when we used to play football. <laughs> and you know you'd always wish, like, the te- the other team was, like, down. And I remember 
it was like, wait, is Tanil here though? Oh, it's Tan- oh man, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can play, man. She, yeah, she's, she's an athlete. She yeah. can play. She plays basketball. She played basketball at Oakwood. Um, she was on the team over there, and oh. she played baseball. I didn't and know she that. Plays, she plays volleyball still, as you know. Mm-hmm. And then she plays football as well. So she's an athlete in her own right, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. How do you guys maintain, like, a healthy competitive relationship? Or do you keep competitive, like, out of it? Uh, no, we're, we're pretty competitive with each other. Um, when she plays against me, she does want to win and vice versa. Yeah. Um, and it brings out the best in us. Yeah. Um, so I would say that we're competitive, but we, we have fun. Yeah. And I think that's what matters most. Yeah. So... Yeah. You <laughs> you mentioned before that, um, and this is me coming to you as like, quote unquote, big brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned before that like, I can get really competitive. Yep. What would be, do you think that it's fine that say I go on like a first date and we're going somewhere that's competitive? Do you think it's fine that I be myself or should I lie <laughs> i don't know let him know who he's going against it can work in your favor or it won't but don't be someone that you're not like right but don't be sour about it if you lose right. but i think you should still <laughs> that may be hard for you but still smile and say yo that was a that was a good time like we had fun right but no if right. you're competitive i don't think that you should stop to try and appease someone else's feelings personally yeah because i remember one time someone was like yo it's just a game <laughs> just like... oh, you were probably back. You, I mean, I had screw face. You weren't talking to anyone. You were sitting in a corner. Is that what happened? No, no. <laughs> so why are you scared with us? Because <laughs> everyone wants to know now. So go ahead and share. I'm not gonna share. I'm not gonna share. But what happened was <laughs> we were in a situation where we're playing something, one on one, and I. I wasn't doing too well. I okay. wasn't doing too well. And I I I got upset. I, I okay. didn't like yell or anything, but I think I got visibly upset. Um <laughs> shocking. And he and he just reminded me like, you know this is a game, right? And it was then that I realized I have to I have to change a little bit. Yeah, you could you could you could tame it down just a little bit, but your competitive nature is not a bad competitive nature to me. Right. It's all fun. Absolutely. Until you lose. And right. <laughs> so are you a are you a sore loser or do you can you accept defeat? Um <clears throat> I think it I think so in general, I'm not a sore loser. Okay. But I get hard on myself. So if it's like Oh, that's hard to say, actually, because when I was playing in Connecticut, I was on a um, like an undefeated volleyball team, co-ed okay. team, yeah. and we would travel to New York all the all the time to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are times when you know when you're just having an off day, yeah, and it's like you start getting, it's not that you're angry with the other team or you're angry with your teammates, but you start getting so mad with yourself Mm -hmm. that it just affects how you perform in the game. Um, 
so like I am sore in that way. I think I'm sore towards myself, Got but you. I'm definitely not sore towards the opposite, the opposing team or uh-huh. to my teammates. So, but when you get on yourself, do you, do you realize that you play worse or do you play better? Man, there have been times when, <laughs> when I get on myself and I just play terribly. Like, and it's just like, you, you're mad and you still suck. Like, you gotta, you, something has to change. Mm-hmm. Either channel your energy and, like, get better. Yep. Or sit down because you're you're just so you're not even and I say mad like I don't get mad like I'm not I, in, yeah. I don't get angry or whatever but it's just like I get really down on myself but if it works the opposite way and I improve oh I'm like a beast out there oh, okay nice but do yeah. you think so when you get upset let's say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when you get down on yourself. Don't you think it would be best if you, like, I'm assuming that you play best when you're relaxed. Oh, for sure. For sure. 100%. So maybe that's something that you can work on, just thinking about how I can relax and just let the game flow rather than trying to force it. Because when you get upset, you try to do, you get outside of your game. You know what I mean? And you try to force things. Right. And then you're, like, going up for the spike and it goes right in the net. And it's just, like, you jump so high for that, though. Exactly, but you're not being your regular self, right? And that's not who plays volleyball. When you're relaxed, right? Then you you know you play well. So you maybe you need to figure out a way that when you get down on yourself, yeah, channel energy so that you can just relax again, yeah, and go at it. Yeah, I think okay. So I think I know how to relax. What bothers me sometimes though is mm-hmm. like in that team situation, if I am like not doing well. Mm-hmm. If, if everyone is just kind of like you got this like don't even worry about it like you got oh, that's like, the worst. it's almost like a, it's almost like you're pitying me like that is the worst i know exactly what you're feeling <laughs> it's not almost like you are you're pitying me and you realize that right now i'm not doing well and you're trying to give me the confidence that i need right but and that it's like, to me it's like you feel sorry for me right and it's like that i know <laughs> that i can do well i know that and then it's like you you try to shift me to the side, like all right, let's, let's <laughs> just just step to the side for a second, and that's your corner. And now you now you treat me like a child because not <laughs> not only have you not only have you um pitied me, you put me in the corner like a child, and you would have put me on the bench, but there's nobody there to sub in, so it's just like you don't want me here. <laughs> You don't want me here. And that that is when like my eyes start watering for real. For real. Like I'm just like, wow, wow, I, I don't feel I don't feel wanted here. Well, I think but, now that you see that there's something that you definitely need to work on. So if you yeah. ever do get in that situation again, you know what you gotta do so that you don't get that same talking to uh, that pity talk. Right. That right. that talk. Because I've given that talk before for sure. I'm pretty right. sure I've taken it before. It is right. the worst. Yeah. Ever. I prefer you don't say anything to me. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I'd rather you just not say anything. Don't get angry. Don't don't <laughs> pity me. Just 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 keep going. The funny thing is I can actually see your face right now, which is making <laughs> it, it makes it so much funnier. Cause I can just see you like just saying it to someone. Like after a while, like no, seriously, don't pity me. I'm 
Okay. No, it it is it is <laughs> it is rough. Um how how do you feel the difference between like if it's a solo if it's a solo um sport or a team sport and it's not going well, how do you handle that? When it's a team sport, team sports are rough because not everyone is going to play to the level that you want them to play at. Mm-hmm. But you got to figure out a way that you can get them to raise their level of play so yeah. that it helps the team win. Yeah. But you don't want to give them the same pity talk so that they go in their corner, right? So you got to yeah. figure out ways to make everyone's game raise. Yeah. Individual sports, if I'm losing, if I've lost, I know how to pick myself back up and mm-hmm. go again. So it's easy mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that when you when you're playing with a team, you got to figure out ways because everyone's personality is different, obviously. So you got to figure out sp- specific ways to talk to every single player. Mm-hmm. If there's three people that are not playing well, you got to speak to each person and mm-hmm. help them raise their game without the pity talk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with and in team sports, a lot of the team sports that I play, I play with my brother, I play with your brother, I play with Darrell and those guys. Mm-hmm. And because we know each other so well, we're able to say, yo, whatever the case may be, pick yourself up mm-hmm. and let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, with when, it's, when I'm by myself, I have my own little things that I'll do to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, losing is not really, it's not really, losing is actually can be a good thing. Of course, yeah. It lets you go back, work on things, and lets you also, it keeps your ego down as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for me, with individual sports and with and uh, doing things by myself, uh, I don't ever really get down on myself, for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I do, my brother's there, your brother's there, that will always, nine times out of ten, pick me up. If that is so me. sweet. Uh, no, it's not sweet. Uh, they're not talking to me in a nice manner. Like your brother's oh. like, "Hey, Joel, oh, <laughs> that's sweet." He'll 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 put me in my place and say, "Yo, pick yourself up. You're you're a grown man. Let's go." You know oh. what I mean? And that yeah. is like, "Well, yo, Lamar's on my side. I gotta go." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm yeah. pushing forward. Yeah. So, yeah, that's we just know how to how to handle those situations. On on a team, do you encourage um because like a co-op team, do you cur- encourage a man differently than you encourage a woman? I encourage everyone to. I don't go based on gender. Okay. I go based on your per- Some personalities can take uh, right. a hard right. uh, talking to, and others can't. So you yeah. have to, when you're on a team, especially if you're the captain, you need to know your players' personalities and how they um, are affected by the way that you mm-hmm. talk to them. Of course. Of that course. just comes down to being friends with people. Yeah. Um, so you, yeah, I don't. I don't look at gender. I just go based on your personality because there's some women that could take a, a lashing. And then there's some guys that if you say something to them, they're going to sit and, and cry in a corner. Which is so, fine. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being serious. So if am man, I. If a man wants to cry, let him cry. I am not against men crying. Okay. Not at all. Because it sounded like during sports. That that's a conversation for another day. Why not? Um, that's a conversation for another day. So a man should not cry. I never said a man should not cry. I've just never dealt with a man crying (laughs) in sports. I've seen it one time, 
um, at a track meet, a guy lost and he cried. I'll never okay. forget it. Okay. Um, but he, he didn't cry. He cried because he lost. Um, okay. And that was just weird to me. Like, you don't really. Cry. You pick yourself up and you go back. Crying what if? Yourself, that's just my personal opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, outside of sports, cry all you want. But I'm not going to lose and cry. I'm going to fix up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and do what I didn't do. And I'm going to come back better and stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So in those situations, that's just how I look at it. Look at it. Not saying that crying is a bad thing. I Good. just don't. I don't deal with the crying in sports. <laughs> I, could, I could only imagine you being in a huddle and someone start crying. You imagine I'm, could... I'm in a huddle and your brother started crying? What? Imagine we're in a football huddle and your oh. brother started to cry. <laughs> I would probably just look at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, is everything okay? Like, is something happened outside of the game? I feel or like you would literally because be you concerned the because he was crying. I'd be concerned because I would think that it wouldn't have anything to do with sports. Yeah. I would think yeah. it's something outside. Like your puppy died or something. But if Lamar cried and said, yo, I dropped the pass, I'm sorry. Right. I'm like, look at him like, excuse me? Like, there's, I remember there was one time I threw Lamar the ball and it went off his fingertips. And he came back and you could see, like, when your brother is sad. Yeah, yeah, sad. yeah. He came back with his head down. He's like, yo, sorry, yo, sorry. I was like, yo, let's go. Like, and that was the that's the most I've ever even seen from Lamar. Yo, when Lamar's upset and his arms kind of like swing very like <laughs> like he's a rag doll. Yeah, but he if, can't. He doesn't hide his emotions too well. No, he does not. He doesn't hide his emotions well. But if Lamar no, ever cried, not. I would think that it's something outside of sports. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think that. Or even my brother Darrell, Ray, any of these guys. Yeah. I don't think they're crying because of sports, unless they're just happy that something happened. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't think they would cry if yeah. something negative happened on a football field or track or basketball or anything like that. I feel you. Yeah. Um, well, to close, mm-hmm. um, let me ask you: In what ways does being competitive? Well, I've kind of asked you this, but what's what is one way that being competitive puts an edge? <laughs> like gives you an edge in life and is there anything that being competitive it kind of quote unquote like hurts you in life uh and I, i'm gonna say this and i think this answer will go for both the way okay. it helps and hurts um being competitive i i don't give up okay so uh you could tell me no mm-hmm. i'm gonna try again mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna ask someone okay well this is what i did I'm not one, I don't shy away from asking for help. So yeah. I'll ask people, like, this is what I did, whatever the case may be. So I'll get the information that I need, and I'll pull back, and I'll try again. Yeah. And I'll try again, and I'll try again. Yeah. Um, that's so awesome. You don't want to give up. You always yeah. want to keep on pushing forward. And I would yeah. say that's a, that's definitely a positive thing. Um, yeah. The only way I could see it being negative is <laughs> sometimes you just have to stop. <laughs> no, I, it's fair. Sometimes it's it's just not your day, right? Maybe you should that's stop true. and come back. That's true. Uh, and recognizing that exactly, yeah, because it's the worst when you need to stop, but you're not recognizing it. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that's what I would say are the pros and cons to being competitive. That's bomb. 
Yo, thank you so much for this conversation. I Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was highly, highly entertained. So what's going to happen now is Lamar's going to listen and he's going to say, yo, I never dropped a pass and I never had a salty face. <laughs> so I'm about to get in trouble, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I'm going to take the both and I'll, I'll go off. Right. But that's and this boy. is your competitive part of you. You'll just kick in, do better next time. No, no, I'll say the same thing over and over. <laughs> like, I don't give up. <laughs> oh, man. But thanks Thank for you. having me. I truly appreciate it. Of course. Of course. And we will talk soon. Absolutely. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was entertaining. That was a uh, competitive so good to have that conversation with Joel. And of course, if you know him personally, you know that he is the king of being competitive. He is an athlete. So it only made sense to have this conversation with him. Um, there were some points that I take away from there in regards to being competitive and how it, you know, relates to life. And one thing that I take away from that is being competitive, you know, as much as it can be stressful sometimes, as much as you can be in situations where you're just like, oh, like I wish it didn't go that way. Being competitive teaches you in life to keep going. It teaches you to pick yourself up and keep going. It it shows you how people can be relying on you. So in these team sports, you know, you have to pull your weight. And in life, it's exactly the same. Like people rely on you to do your job. People expect you to come through, to pull up. So it's just a reminder of, you know, keep going, keep striving, be better than that person, you know, in a healthy way. Look at what they're doing, see their strategy and see how you can, you know, better yourself to get to that level and hopefully exceed. Competition works in a way where we can use it in our advantage outside of sports, outside of those competitive settings, and we can really push push ourselves forward. Um, So (laughs) I'm still laughing at some of those jokes, but it was so fun to have this conversation. Um, I hope that you really enjoyed it as well. If you haven't already, please follow the podcast on Instagram at mycuriouslife underscore podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Follow it on any of those platforms, rate it, um, and you know, DM me, text me, comment on the post, let me know what you're thinking, and I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. So thank you so much again for tuning in to My Curious Life. Bye.